This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. And now your host, the reach of his podcast has far exceeded what he had ever imagined. He's my dad, Brandon Burton. Hello, Chamber Champions. Welcome to the Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it's my goal to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor is Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions. Let's hear from Diane Rogers, President and CEO of the Ranch Cordova Area Chamber, to learn how the Holman Brothers has provided value for her. As a medium-sized chamber, we recognize that it's absolutely critical to have a well-qualified and well-trained membership development person. Holman Brothers trained that person, recruited that person, and they even trained me on how to manage that person. We're grateful for the support we got. You can learn more about Holman Brothers Membership Sales Solutions by visiting holmanbros.com. Our guest for this episode is Chris Russell. Chris joined the Nixa Chamber as the president and CEO, and that's Nixa, Missouri, Um, He joined as the president CEO in March of 2018. Prior to his role, he spent several years in the real estate world with Keller Williams as a trainer, business coach, and team leader of of a local office. Chris also spent six years serving on Nix's city council, in addition to his many years volunteering at various capacities in his community, including 25 years as a high school football announcer. Currently, he not only serves the chamber, he serves on many other boards in the Nixa area. The Nixa chamber was a struggling chamber that really needed a boost. When he took over, they had around 325 members and now have over 550 members and have increased the annual budget by over $200,000. The Nixa chamber hosts on average about 110 various events from ribbon cuttings, groundbreaking ceremonies, and luncheons, or actually shows. Chris thinks that luncheons are boring. Uh, networking <laughs> events, and uh, they took over the town's annual festival that in 2018 was on the brink of being canceled to now an averaging over 25,000 people in 2019 and even more in 2021. They also hold an annual business expo called Nixpo, which brought close to 4,000 in just last month. And last year, they brought back the town's fireworks show that had been gone for nearly 10 years. His latest thing he's working on now is to bring the chamber world into the VR world, which sounds very interesting. Chris, welcome to Chamber hey. Chat Podcast. Take a moment to uh, say hello to all the chamber champions and share what? something interesting. Brandon, thank you so much. Well, here's an f- interesting fact. Talk about Nixa. We're the only Nixa in the entire world, uh, located right here in Southwest Missouri. So if you know where Branson, Missouri is or Springfield, Missouri, we're actually about 10 minutes south of uh, Springfield and about 20 minutes north, uh, actually probably 30, 35 minutes north of Branson. But uh, there's parts of Branson get to pretty quick. So we sit right here in the center of the Southwest Missouri hub and uh, glad to be on the show with you today, Brandon. Only mix in the world. Another fun fact, we're the home of Jason Bourne. Actually, in high school, his name was David Webb. So if you ever watch the Bourne Supremacy movies, all that kind of stuff, they say, Jason, you want to know where you're from? Your name was David Webb. You're from Nixon, Missouri. So yeah, fun fact. Huh. I didn't know that. that yeah, that's yeah. good. I never forget sitting in the movie theater watching the movies. She goes, like, "You're from Nixon, Missouri." And we all went. I was like, "What the heck?" You know, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we well, go. tell us a little bit about the Nixa Chamber. Yeah. Uh, besides being the only Nixa in the world, um, yeah. maybe size. Look, you mentioned budget, staff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah just, we're, uh, us- so I have a staff of four, two full-timers and one part-timer. We have a retired uh, person. She's also serves on the city council, but she comes in and covers lunches so we can go do various events and activities and those kind of things. And then I have an events coordinator, uh, which she's frantically preparing our big old huge Sucker Day Music Arts and Crafts Festival coming up in two weeks. And then we have our operations and membership director, which is uh, Christiana. And she, of course, takes care of uh, all membership related stuff, making sure our sponsors get taken care of, those kind of things. And then, of course, my job is to kind of be that logistics guy, the big thinker guy. I'm in all the economic development meetings, uh, planning meetings. Of course, I'll, I'll step in and meet with members and kind of, you know, pump them up a little bit. And then, you know, really, I love to sit down with our businesses and have one-on-one discussions. I had a, a new business startup come in here yesterday. We did a coaching session for about an hour about all the things that she needs to be doing to get prepared. So that's kind of my role and kind of keep, keep keep the ship moving forward, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we have right at 557 members, I think is what it was last week at our board meeting. Uh, we're growing. Uh, we've actually continued to grow through the last two years. I think in the year of COVID, we we two thousand twenty hundred and twenty two new members, and we have about a ninety one percent attrition rate. I mean, a, a, a retention a retention rate. I don't want to do a ninety one. So you don't want to brag about that. The other one, <laughs> wrong word there. Uh, and you know why? And here's the thing, Brandon. It's not me. I mean, yeah, we have some energy, and I, I bring a lot of fun ideas, but. Man, I tell you what, I'm just really proud of the way that our community rallies upon around our chamber. And uh, it's all of our great board members, our ambassadors, uh, and we we work with them. We do fun things for them. We encourage them. And, and that is something that I found that is really the lifeblood of our chamber's growth is creating those great big fans out there and giving them a chance to be leaders, to be seen, to be to, to, to listen to them, to take their ideas and implement them and, and make it one big family. Because that's that's where chambers really grow is when you have great support from the members and the community. Absolutely. And I think that is a perfect segue into what our topic for today is, which is chambers all over get asked the question, whether to their face or behind their back of what does a chamber do? So the point of our discussion today, you guys are very active with events and activities. So the topic that we settled on is eliminating the question of what does your chamber do? So we'll get into that discussion as soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year-round affordable and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom Eat Shop Play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com chamberchat. App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar, Partner with a local fair, festival, or farmer's market to provide a schedule, map, and other resources to promote the event. Run a small business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built-in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com chamberchat now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Chamber Nation hears from its customers that they help make it fun again to present the value of membership. That's because so much is provided to help each member promote their business, and with monthly ROI reports from Chamber Nation, they know their membership is already working to help them succeed. 
There are three words in Chamber of Commerce, and Chamber Nation knows that their customers take care of the Chamber, but Chamber Nation takes care of the commerce. This way, both teams working side by side deliver a whole lot more in membership value. With Chamber Nation, not only will you have a membership management system, but also a membership development system all in one terrific package. So save money and be impressed by visiting richardscalendar.com to set up a demo with their CEO or learn more at chambernation.com. All right, Chris, we're back. Um, so as I teased with the, the topic for this discussion, eliminating the question of what does your chamber do? When was the last time you were asked, what does the Nixa chamber do? Uh, you know, we, we still get it. Um, the lady who came in yesterday just to pop in, she wanted to know what a chamber does, right? I mean, but they, she was new and she was new to entrepreneur, wants, wants to open up a juice bar here in town and really wanted to know what the Nixa chamber was. The funny thing was, is that her food supplier which is like U.S. Foods or something, they told her that she needed to come to the Nixa Chamber and meet with us. I thought, well, that's the first time that's happened. You know, not, a lot of times we get referrals from other chamber members, but from a national distributor saying, you really need to go in and I hear great things about the Nixa Chamber. And that that made me smile. That made me happy. So, so we still get that question, but we try to eliminate that. You know, one of the things that I think we were already moving in this direction of really being not only business to business, that's a big part of what chambers do, right? We create those networking opportunities. We create those training opportunities. We create those, you know, the, the luncheons or whatever, and those type of events, ribbon cuttings, of course. And that's a lot of that business to business. And and, and, and we need to still do that. That's, that's good old fashioned chamber 101 right there. Um, what I notice is that, especially in a town like Nixa, so we're our population here in the city limits about twenty five thousand people. We look in the zip code, we're about thirty two thousand, but we're tucked right up next to Springfield, which is one hundred and eighty thousand people, and their chamber is about thirteen hundred people uh, members, and we're, we're about five hundred and fifty. And what we notice is that when you're when you're in a town this size, and we're really that suburb of Springfield, we have a lot of that service sector businesses. We don't have that many businesses that that actually attract people from around the area to come in here. We have a handful, right? What I mean is that I'm not passing this franchise in Springfield to come to the franchise in Nixa. Does that make sense? Right. Yep. I'm not passing that dentist in Springfield to come to the dentist in Nixa. Uh, we do have a, a few. Nixa Hardware is kind of renowned that they're, they track regionally a lot of people to come in. So we started taking on this idea that if we're going to help our small businesses grow, then we need to create an avenue or a platform that also connects to our community. So if I'm so if I'm a small business and I'm a my 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 primary customers or clients are coming from the Nixa proper. I don't. I can't afford to go spend on advertising on radio or TV that you're paying to hit a regional reach. Does that make sense? So yeah. I'm paying a lot of money, but I'm also going to be reaching out to a sixty or seventy or eighty mile radius. I don't need that. My my customers are coming from right here in Nixa. So that's where when we decided to take over the town festival, when we decided to take over uh, the printing of our directory our printed directory right here in our chamber instead of outsourcing it. When we added the fireworks show, when we decided to take our business expo to a new level, that was so that we're creating a way that our businesses have a resource right here. We become the media for them to reach the clients or reach our citizens. And that that really was a game changer for me. And we saw our revenues go up because they saw that as a valid resource. I think that's one way that we've kind of answered that question going, what do chambers do? Well, we create them a platform through our events, through our activities, through our, our new experience Nixa app, which is 
This is Citywide Garage Sale Weekend. And Nick said, we've been utilizing the app to do scavenger hunts with that for people. We made this big, long list, Brandon, of all these crazy things you might find at a garage sale. And <laughs> kind of fun. It was actually kind of fun making the list. Going, oh, yeah, I remember those. And yeah. the, the goal is for people to go out when they're garage selling to take a picture of it, upload it to the app, and then they'll have a chance to win some prizes on Monday. Well, that's another so, so way. So the chamber's providing the prizes to engage yeah. people using the app. Yeah. That's cool. That, that's people shopping out there, right? So so that's one of the ways that we've done that. And I, I, I know that a lot of times you see... What's that? What's that comment? Parades or whatever? You know, it's 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 what? Which ones? Yeah, you the three P chambers of yeah. pancakes and parades and yeah, pancakes and parades. And, and and here's the thing: is that I I think especially in our community when we're so close to a major metropolitan area. Well, and Springfield's not even that big when you compare to like St. Louis, Kansas City, or Tulsa. But it's still that in in our scale of things, that's that's how we look at it. We have got to be that resource that is also giving our citizens a chance to connect with our businesses. And that has been the game changer, which means a little bit more work. But honestly, it's it's fun. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of work to do a town festival. It's a lot of extra work to do an app and and to create those resources for our businesses to connect to our community. But man, they appreciate it so much. Yeah, that's uh, and you got to know your community. So, I mean, it, it doesn't work necessarily for every community, but understand your community. Yeah. I think the example you gave of the proximity of where you are to Springfield and what's going to draw people into your community, you need to have those events, those things that draw people in. And then once they're there, you're engaging with them. You know, you're providing great, you know, whether it's entertainment, <laughs> like a show or a you know, luncheon yeah. type show. Or um, So share with us maybe some of these things that you're doing. You mentioned the app, which I think is fantastic. Um and and I imagine you can get creative with that too, with even plugging in some member restaurants or something. You know, find these things in scavenger hunt and eat lunch here yeah. or whatever. And um, but what are some of these other activities or events that you guys put so, on? So let's look at let's look at let's get back to the basics of a chamber, right? So a couple of things that we do. One of them is you know the chamber luncheon, right? Everybody has a, a lot of people have a chamber luncheons. Well luncheons to me are boring. I mean, you let's just, let's just, let's just play this out. And I'm not saying anything about, about those who have the traditional luncheon because they, they are normally very informative, but they're very, they're very scripted, if you will. So you walk in, you network for about 20 minutes and then you sit down and then you already have your cheesecake or the chocolate cake there and you get your salad plate there. And uh, somebody stands up and they, they say, thank you for coming. Thank you to our sponsors. Hey, we'll be back in about 20 minutes with our guest speaker today. Enjoy your meal. You sit there with your table, you eat for a little bit. And then finally, here comes a speaker and let's pray to God they're good. Right. And then you're there for 45 minutes, listening to them talk about a topic that you may or may not be interested in. And then you get up and as fast as you possible can you leave that's that's the typical luncheon that's the format that we're all used to well i i like it and there's a, there's a time and place for that absolutely but we decided that um and of course a little bit of all my personality you heard my bio that i've been doing you know football games for 25 years i mean when you when you're a high school football announcer or any kind of an announcer or mc there's an element of a show that goes into that so I decided that let's let's change this. Let's engage as many people as we possibly can at a luncheon and let's do it in a talk show format. So I literally, if you watch like the late show with Jimmy Fallon or any of those late shows, you know, what's he do? He comes on, he has his opening monologue. Well, those are jokes. We call it Good News Nixa. So I have a segment in there sponsored actually by Exposed Marketing here in Nixa. They sponsor that segment. 
And I tell about good news stories. I might play a video. I might tell something that happened at city council meeting. Uh, I just was at a meeting yesterday. One of our nonprofits got a $35,000 grant from Delta Dental to help provide uh, additional dental services to at-risk kids. So that's a good news story. So we'll tell that for about 10 or 15 minutes. So that's the opening monologue. And then we usually have our sponsor break. You got to have a spotlight sponsor. But even then, unless that person's a rock star uh, speaker, I will do Q&A with them with a few slides and I engage in them and I'll ask questions and I'll talk to them and have a conversation. And they see that so much more relevant than just getting up there and having to sit there and make sure that they have their seven minute time blocked out perfectly with all these slides. And that has been more powerful. And that's why those sell out each and every year, because they feel less pressure to have to, 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 to do a presentation when it's more about me doing an interview. And then, of course, we get into some other segments where we'll, we always have a transitional video. So when we go from one element to the next, I play videos. Our school system is really good about making school videos. I will go grab one of their videos and we'll play it right there, like something that's, that happened at Nixa schools or something that the city of Nixa did. Or I'll make a recap video of a chamber luncheon that we did or a, a ribbon cutting that we did. And we do all of our, our ribbon cuttings on Facebook Live. And so it gives us a lot of content. And then after that, we get into the sponsors. Then finally, we'll get into the actual meat of the subject, you know, whether it's uh, last month, it was, I had, a, uh, we did some grants for one of our community foundation. Well, that was fun. We were giving out free money at the chamber luncheon. Uh, the month before we did an update with what the county's master plan is for two, the next five years. Well, again, me and the county commissioner doing a Q&A, talking about it, talking about the impact. That is more of a show than it is a luncheon. And it involves so many people that they feel like they're engaged and we sell out each and every month. That's just one of the things that we do differently. That's awesome. <clears throat> and that uh, sounds a lot like a podcast to me. You know, the way you do the, the Q&A, yeah. the interviews, yeah. you got transitions, yeah. you got, I mean, you've yeah. got the all the elements, but you're selling tickets too. you're filling a room and you're creating a great experience. And, and, and when you walk in, we've got, we, you know, it's, we got pump up music playing. We've got normally when you walk in, it's not that hard to make a video, as you know, these days to throw a bunch of pictures of your last month's of into a little loop video and they're walking in there's there's energetic music it's uh uh fun they're dancing we actually have somebody who announces their names when they walk in so my main <laughs> sponsor of the annual sponsor of the lunches is uh jenkins cpa and kaylin she'll go and now ladies and gentlemen welcome from the chamber podcast it's brandon and then we have our ambassadors are there with um pom-poms and they're cheering them on there's applause when everybody walks in it's like you're walking up to to bat at a major league baseball game that's awesome. It adds an element that's different and it's exciting and it brings energy and people love it. But and it breaks down some of those, you know, resistances and barriers that people might have at a typical networking type function where you're just sitting at the table trying to small talk with the people there. Like you're having a common experience and building upon it. So yeah. I love that. You know how a lot of a lot of chambers will do like raffle drawings at a, at a chamber event and they usually wait to the very end and they do the raffle drawings and everybody leaves. No, we do it first. We want to get people excited right off the bat. Plus, it's a nice transition to get everybody into their seats. And as you start the raffle drawing, so that was an element that we changed as well. And that was kind of a cool thing. So the I have an ambassador that comes up. She gives out the, the, the raffles and that kind of gets everybody ready. And then all of a sudden, here comes the show. We bring energy and it's just a different way of doing it. But however, I, I see it working, Brandon, and people like to be there. Our chamber luncheon next week is I told uh, um Christiana, our operations said you might want to send a reminder email out. She goes, well, we're almost full. Are you sure we need to? So we're selling these things out 
um, well in advance and people, and we do season passes too, but uh, so that's, that's the excitement that we bring with that event because we do have so many cool announcements that goes on during that the, the, the chamber show, not the luncheon. Spend just a minute. Talk about the, the annual pass. I think that's yeah a, no a so idea. yeah yeah it's, it's really been a well i think we had 60 some of them sold so you can buy your annual passes now the way that we do our funding brandon is that we do the total resource campaign model and that was another big game changer for us uh i know a lot of chambers use that they also use like different campaign styles by us having 30 to 40 volunteers go out each and every year and sell our inventory for us on non-dues revenue those are 30 to 40 cheerleaders that are out there talking about the Nixa Chamber and saying, here's why you as a business need to be engaged. Well, we introduced with that the season passes so that they could buy an annual pass. Businesses don't want to have to worry about logging in each and every week or month, I'm sorry, and making sure that they have their ticket for the monthly luncheon or chamber show. And so they, they're more than happy to spend a, you know, a couple hundred bucks and just buy that season pass at the beginning of the year. And then that way they know they have a ticket each and every month. We do that with our working women in Nixa, uh, our networking group, and then also our chamber show. And I think we've got I think it's 60 or 70. I'd have to go ask my operations exactly how many we sold last year, but we have a guaranteed built-in base each and every month because they just buy them. And if they can't make it, they're able to take their QR code and give it to one of their colleagues in their office. Okay. That's yeah. great. Great idea. So you had mentioned at the beginning about the 91% retention rate, which mm -hmm. is great feedback. You guys are providing value. Your members see the value. They understand what you do. Uh, what other feedback do you get back from these returning members as they renew? Where are they seeing the most value from your chamber? You know, my favorite chamber member is not necessarily the one that we see all the time. My favorite chamber member that tells you as a chamber that you're doing a good job is that company or corporation that you hardly ever see because they see the value, but you never see them. So they know, they they read the emails, they see the Facebook posts, maybe they check the website occasionally, maybe they download the Experience Nix app, or they're seeing the activities that we're doing. And each and every year, they continue to write that check for six or $700 for them to be a member of the chamber, depending on their level. Our lowest is 225 and our highest, I think is 700. We do the we do the fair, fair market value model with a mix of tiers. So it's kind of a combo, it's a hybrid model. And, that, that, that right there tells me that your chamber's healthy when they're not worried about what they get out of the chamber. And, and, and that, that's a compliment. And I love to see those renewals. I love to see the renewals of those who are engaged as well. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's value to that too. And as new members come in and they get engaged in the chamber, that, that's new energy, it's new blood, it's new volunteers, it's new ambassadors. But again, when you have those members who say, hey, Nixa Chamber, we see what you're doing. Thank you so much. Here's your annual check, no questions asked. That to me tells you that you're doing something right. Does that make sense, Brandon? Yeah, that's another form of feedback that, that yeah. speaks volumes for sure. It does. And occasionally you'll see them show up to something big that we're having, which is great. We had a groundbreaking for a $4 million new business coming into downtown Nixa a few weeks ago. And, and, and that brings out people that you don't normally see. So that was fun. But that that to me tells us that we're doing the right things. Um, you know, I think... I think most people know that in my community that that I'm pretty engaged. I mean, I have, I grew up here, Brandon. I went to high school. My, you can't see it. We're on video here, but we're not on video on the podcast. But right behind yeah. me, that's my football helmet. You know, I saw that. My yeah. football helmet's right back there. I played quarterback for the Knicks Eagles. I've announced the games. My dad was a fire chief in town for many, many years. Uh, I served on city council. I volunteer in a lot of areas. So this is this is my bread and butter. There's no doubt about it. However you still have to maintain that just doesn't mean you get a free pass. You still have to go out there and earn the respect 
and they see that I'm at these city council meetings. They see that I'm 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 in these 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 committees like the Nixon Community Foundation, the uh, Downtown Revitalization Group. They see me emceeing events, promoting our community, and I think there's a lot of that said that that that's another reason they want to get behind what the chamber's doing, not necessarily because of me, but because they see the overall efforts. And then I, they see how I engage and bring people up to be leaders. And that's, that's what's really been powerful for us is that finding those ambassadors, finding those board members that we are highlighting and showcasing and showing the community that it's not just about the chamber, that we're actually giving opportunities for other people in our community to be seen and to have the spotlight and to take ownership of, of whatever they're doing, you know? I mean, like our, our Sucker Day Music Arts and Crafts Festival, we have 13 different nonprofits that we work with for that event. I have uh, organizations running the dog show for the love of canines. I got the local FFA that's running the, the petting zoo. I've got the arts council that's running the arts show. I mean, so we engage a lot of different groups that they get ownership of that. And therefore, they get the highlight and the spotlight and it makes them feel good. And then they want to be a part of our chamber. Yeah. So you've mentioned Sucker Days a few times yeah. for those people that are not from Nixa. Tell us what Sucker Days is. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Is that yeah, back in the 1950s? I mean, literally the entire town. I got a. There's a poster over here on my wall that shows that it's our history panel we used on, on our kiosks. But anyway, it talks about how the town's closed, going fishing or something like that. In the 1950s, I mean, they would all go down to the river and sucker fish is a native. Well, there's sucker fish all across the world, but it's 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 one of those Ozarks traditions that they spawn in the fall or in the spring. And the town would go down and try to catch a bunch of sucker fish and they would actually camp and celebrate at the river. Well, in 1957, they brought the tradition back to Nixon, started an annual fish fry. And with that annual fish fry, it kind of grew from there. And in 2018, the event was ran by the traditional good old boys group that that held the festival. And it really had taken a turn where it just wasn't it wasn't very good. And people actually made fun of it. And they were they were going to shut it down. And I was at a breakfast with me and the committee and the mayor. And I was like, guys, just let me think on this. Just hold on. I grew up with Sucker Days. This is my hometown. And I went back to my board of directors and said, I'm going to take over Sucker Days. I said, we as a chamber. I said, they went, what? And at that time, I was fairly new. So I joined in March of 2018. Uh, Sucker Days in 2018 was May. I made the decision in June. So March, April, May, June, three months into the role. And I'm going, we're taking it over. And the board was like, are you sure? I said, guys, I said, I got a model and I think we can do this. And it's going to create an opportunity for more of our businesses to be exposed to our community. And it's actually been pretty powerful and it's really wonderful. It's a wonderful event. It'll bring 25 to 30,000 people in downtown Nixa for three days. And it's a little downtown block. It's not even that big and it's just fun. And it's like a Hallmark Channel event like a Hallmark Channel movie, right? And so we have the Little Miss Main Street pageant. We have the Sucker Day King and Queen, and we do all these fun things. We've been doing a new thing this year, the Sucker Day Dog King and Queen. We got these cute little crowns <laughs> the other day. So, you know, it just really, really engages our community. And my goal was to create as many opportunities for exposure for Nixa. And we have several high school groups that are engaged. We have the marching band. We have the theater department. We have the art club. We have uh, the FFA we talked about. We have the JROTC. So we have all these different groups of the high school kids that are getting engaged and to be a part of it. So it's really it's really become a cool thing. It is a lot more work and we have to dedicate a lot of time to it. Uh, we do have a great committee, but in the end, it comes down to what happens here behind the scenes to make it happen. But it'll generate 
50 to 75, probably, I think I looked at the PL the other day. I think we're up to, depending on weather, of course, right? We know weather yeah. and outdoor festivals. Uh, if we have a great weekend and we do a lot of ride tickets, um, then we should generate somewhere around 70 to $75,000 in revenue. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's big. So it's a big yeah. number. Our, yeah. next, our next boat generated, our business expo generated about 40,000 in revenue this year. And that was 108 booths for six hours at our high school that we did our business expo. And it, I think the, the it was 38,000 and something. I had the PL here the other day. 38,000. Yeah, for six hours. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. Good yeah. bang. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. were sold out event. And again, the traffic was just unbelievable that day. And it was just nonstop traffic all day. Yeah. And our business is really like that event. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you as a, if you have any tip or action item for listeners to, yeah. if they can do to, to make sure that they stay relevant, make sure their members know what their chamber does, what would you suggest? I, I'll give you a couple things here. First of all, unlimited thinking. I see as I talk to a lot of chambers at conferences and on some of the panels, especially, you know, 2020, 2021, as we were all kind of figuring out what was next. I, I Unlimited possibility, unlimited thinking. You know, one of the very first things that we did when we found out that the city of Nixon was going to more than likely lock down the town like all of us went through, the very first thing that I did was I pulled in my staff and we re, re, rebuilt our master plan. We went straight to the drawing board and said, okay, this is going to happen. How do we become more relevant? Now, the good news is, is that the Nixon Chamber, I'm kind of techie and that's an advantage. I don't disagree. I really am. We were already in the video world at a high level, doing Facebook Live videos with graphic overlays and those kind of fun things. And But we decided that it, it was time to take that to the next level, that we weren't going to let a lockdown to slow us down. And we got creative on certain ways that we did things, drive-in chamber luncheons, right? I mean, we literally had everybody drive into a parking lot and we had everybody, even the cars were six feet apart. I mean, come on, how crazy was that, right? (laughs) But you know, the funny thing, that was June of 2020. The funny thing was, because we're in the Midwest and Southwest Missouri, and it's a little, little different than other parts of the country. So I respect that. I remember we were parking all these cars six feet apart. We had people out there with poles, making sure the cars were six feet apart. And we had our, our volunteers and we had box lunches wearing basically hazmat suits to hand them out in June of 2020. And then what happened was as soon as they all got there, you know what they did? They jumped out of the car and went and jumped in with their friends. I mean, it just is what it is, but it's always thinking outside the box. What can we be doing different? Right. And that's like, you know, you and I were talking off camera um, before the podcast about Andre from Bentonville. And I hope you do get him on here. I look forward to that podcast. The guy was at, we were at Mako conference and he brought up the VR headset and I'm like, Dude, I got to talk to you because I'm already there. Horizon Worlds and Meta is spending billions upon billions of dollars creating this metaverse. And if we as chambers don't figure out how to grasp on or get ahead of that and get there now before everybody else does, we have local churches in Southwest Missouri that have already built already built their metaverse church. And in addition to that, Wendy's just spent like tons of money to build the first virtual reality world um Wendy's and there's other companies that are following suit. And yeah, I've actually Nike's been talking to some other industry yeah. leaders going, Hey, how do we capitalize on that? I actually built went in there and learned how to build the world. Cause it's all user created content. I built one of our local parks and after sucker days, we're having a virtual reality world meetup for all those who have headsets in the community, then see the Facebook posts and the invites to come in and check it out because we find that you can actually connect with the community easier in the VR world. You're, you're, you have less boundaries and how can we create that next step to connect with, with Nixa? So that's something that we're doing. But the other thing too is, is that my other big tip is what's been a game changer for us too 
is what I call video on the go. Live video on the go with graphic overlays, good audio. I have taught this class to chambers all across the country. I've done one-on-one conversations. I've been on webinars, done them at conferences. If you need help really truly learning how to make professional looking videos, within 20 minutes when rolling up at a, at a live ribbon cutting, I highly encourage you to reach out to me. I'd be happy to show you what we do. Uh, if you go and check out Nixa Chambers Facebook page, go to our video section, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're talking about rolling into a mower shop the other day, getting some quick B-roll, and then making a professional looking video within about 20 minutes. And so that's something that I really think can be a game changer for your, your community is figuring out how to capitalize on Facebook live video and not just, a, just holding up a camera and hitting record. Uh, that that has been a big game changer for us as well. That's awesome. So I ask everyone I have on the podcast this question, and, and you've kind of been addressing it already throughout this interview. But as we look to the future of Chambers, how do you see the future of Chambers and their purpose going forward? Well, that's a weighted question. You know, I think you and I even talked about that a little bit at Mako. And I know I had that conversation. You know, again, what's that common saying that you hear when you've seen one chamber, you've seen one, Right. I think the biggest thing is understanding your position in your community. I think that's step number one. I'm, I also know that a chamber of commerce needs to have solid relationships with all entities in your community. And I talk to so many chambers who don't have a great relationship with their city or their school system. Well, you need to fix that. You've got to fix that. That's, that has to be cured. That, that has to be something that you focus on and making sure that those relationships are solid. But the other one is you, you know, we have in our mission statement to be the premier business organization and it goes on and on. Well, be the premier business organization. And if that means you need to have events for your community, then have them. If that means you need to have networking events, then have them. That means that you need to be techie and you need to be the leading edge when it comes to showcasing because you are the example that a small business who moves into your town or start does a startup in your town, they're looking at the chamber and how they function. And if we're not functioning that, that way, then how are they expected to function that way? I have the same conversation with businesses each and every month. I say, when I'm doing coaching, I say, do you close out your, your books each month? And they were like, no. I said, well, guess what chambers do? We have to close out our books each month and give our P&L statements, right? Or our, our current budget statements to our board for review. Well, why businesses don't operate like that? Well, if you're not operating like that and you're not doing it at a high level, then how can you expect a business to do that? So I think the future of chambers, understanding where you're at in your town and then being the most premier business that you can and being techie. I think you've got to be techie and you got to be innovative and figure out a way to connect with your audience. All right. That makes sense. That was a lot, dude. I just dumped yeah. like right there. That was a big brain well, it's dump. It's a podcast. They can hit that back up 30 seconds yeah. button a couple times. Maybe and... the slow down button too. You know, on the podcast, you can either speed it up. You don't need to speed up my podcast. I was thinking, you know, you I usually stick to about 30 minutes on these podcasts, but these people, the listeners are getting about 60 minutes worth of value as they listen to you. So <laughs> I just, I love helping. I love, I love what I do. And I love to, and I love to help other chambers. And I think that we only get stronger. I mean, I've had powerful conversations with like April Bragg out of Georgia and some of these other chamber pros. And when I go to these conferences, I'm there to learn. And when I find people are doing things at a high level, like Bentonville, Arkansas, man, I become a, I become a sponge. I mean, he, he gave us some of those tech tips. We've already implemented three of them, right? Wow. We, we're, we're slack. <laughs> they're slacking me right now. I mean, there it is right there. I just got another message sitting here. We're already implementing other things. If we can learn from each other, if we can help each other grow with our through leadership, that was another thing great about Mako was a lot of leadership portions 
Um, we all go to these, these, these conferences and economic development, workforce development, what to do about childcare, how to take care of your members. No, we need more leadership opportunities to grow as people. That's, that's my, that's what I love to do is help people grow. And that's, that's, and we do it for our businesses and we should be doing it internally as well. Absolutely. So Chris, I wanted to give you a a chance to put any contact information out there for anyone that wants to reach out and connect and ask you more questions about how you're doing things. Absolutely. I'm on MySpace. MySpace is my my favorite place to go to. MySpace, huh? MySpace. Yeah, we're still there. No, I'm kidding. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Find me on Facebook. Look up Chris Russell, Nixon, Missouri. Um, Of course, my my phone number, you want to text me, call me 417-773-7678. Um, I'd love to talk to you. Of course, we can do um, email Chris Russell at nixachamber.com. Actually, probably not on email me. Email sucks. I hate that platform. <laughs> um, it's t- terrible. I, it really is. I mean, we've got to figure out a way to get past email. I mean, it really is becoming a burden, I think, for all of us. Would you not agree, Brandon? It, it I mean, can be. Yeah. You emailed me the other day about the bio, and I didn't even see it. And it took your reminder email for me to go in and type the bio out. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a great connection. So call me or text me. That's probably the best thing. Okay. I'll get that in the show notes for this episode. So people can check that out and connect with Chris. And he's got lots of ideas, lots of energy, and he loves to share these ideas too. So do reach out and connect with him. Learn from him. Let him learn from you and yes, please. Uh, you know, make everybody better. I want to learn from you too, man. I want to find out what you're doing. That's just, that's, that's the main thing. You just never know what you're going to learn. That's right. Well, Chris, this has been great. Great discussion. I appreciate you being with me today on Chamber Chat Podcast and uh, provided a ton of value. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me, Brandon. Appreciate it. But great job on your show, too. It's awesome. If you are a Chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry. From lost opportunities to missed recruiting goals, membership salespeople need expert coaching to push through and achieve. It's how top performers get ahead and stay there. With Next Level Coaching, the Holman Brothers become your membership rep's de facto sales trainer, advisor, sounding board, and mentor all rolled into one. Visit holmanbros.com slash next level to learn more and request a free trial of Next Level Coaching for your membership pro.